What's up, baby? Welcome to Refrag. I'm your host, Drew Face, and this is... I'm Scooter, and we're going to be back for two times again this week. I hope you guys enjoyed last week. And, uh, you know, we're excited to see some of you guys responding. We're getting involved on TikTok and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we got, again, a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And today we'll be talking about something really, really important. Uh, it's, it's mental health, right? Mental health. Recently, two, two highly influential and one great esport player they've, they've been open a little more open about the mental health struggles they've been through and one of them is optic scump and unfortunately scump has been really really failing it especially since uh you know optic is still doing pretty good in call of duty league but you know they're not as dominant as like you know the old days right and uh and you know he's, he's been he's been a little more transparent about his basically his fans which is everything he does they they hate they love and it, it it seems like he's being uh, being under the microscope is a little uncomfortable for him. How do you feel about uh, competitive players and, and social media nowadays affecting mental health, Scooter? I mean, obviously, it's not like the good old days where very little people even thought Twitter was relevant. And, you know, Twitter is like the main hub of esports now. And it's nice to see people sharing their genuine feelings. You know, it does build that connection on a, like a personality base for a player. But at the same time, there, I can't believe we're in 2021 and there's still a lot of teams that need to catch up on the having mental coaches. Yeah, it, it's it's tough because like they're more more so than ever. Players are overexposed. Competitive players are overexposed, especially in esports where, and you know, there's the audience is a little younger, so they're not they're not as trained or as uh, sensitive sensitive to other people's emotions they're they're actually the opposite they're desensitized they'll tell you everything they'll tell you like your mom sucks or like even way worse stuff they'll tell you like uh you know why are you getting paid to like whiff shots and stuff like that and it's like it's it takes a toll on you because it's not just one person right it's like it's like hundreds hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people just hating on you constantly every day and it's it, it's tough man it's really hard yeah and i mean I think we're also getting into not a dangerous zone, but potentially dangerous where, you know, we're kind of starting to reach out to older audiences too with esports. And uh, even, for example, like what we talked about last week with the Phase magazine, that's yeah. going to bring a lot of eyes to the Phase players, not even from esports fans. You just got yourself on the cover of probably one of the most, like, if you like sports, you probably know what the magazine is right yeah, sports sports illustrated is like one it's like almost an institution in sports right that magazine's been around for almost 100 years and yeah it's like now now they're now like esports is becoming more legitimate in the mainstream eyes in the western world it's like hey like like older audiences are gonna come and tune in they're gonna see how like transparent and interactive uh esports players are and like athletes don't even get this much access for media right access still have like media athletes still have like some type of privacy whereas like esports athletes don't right esports athletes are there they're right in front of you they're directly right in front of you. you can interact with them and they feel more human than most athletes athletes are like still there's like a little barrier because you know they're all media trained well they all know when to ignore stuff pr there's a ton of pr training but that's because Sports has been around for literally hundreds and hundreds of years, whereas like esports is still in it, in its infancy compared in comparison. So, 
it's tough, man. It, it's really hard. It, it takes a psychological toll because every you play video games every day and you become more accessible every day. Whereas like pro basketball players, they don't get like, maybe you're lo- like a pro basketball player will, will play in like a, a pro-am league, like an amateur league once in a while. But like you can play against a, an esport pro every day if you're in like high rank and competitive. You get to watch them every day because that's their job. You get to see them practice every day if you want to. And it's hard. It's like that kind of overexposure really takes a toll. And I think Scum makes a point. It's like you become a punching bag. You really do become a punching bag every day. It's it, it's tough. Uh, it, it's something that uh, I think it, 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 it's, it needs to be spoken about more often. And it's not spoken about enough. People just glance over it. They're like, these guys are over. They're really overexposed compared to most any other competitive thing even like even like tennis players like the most like one-on-one intimate sport it, it, it they're not as exposed as as like scump is scump is in front of your face every day on youtube every day on twitter every day uh playing call of duty every day and it, it, it it's hard it's really hard I, I i feel so bad for him because it's like i can't help it but feel bad for him it's because I don't know what type of message he gets, but it's enough. It's a lot, and it's enough. Oh, yeah. And I mean, from, from well, two points. One of them being, to go off what you just said, is, like, I know from being an editor, when I've said stuff, when I've worked for, like, Mo, I still do, but obviously, in the past, um, I've gotten death threats for doing, for making, like, a video that pe- maybe people didn't respond to as well or i've literally got death threats from banning somebody in this twitch chat like people are fucked and to think of how many eyes compared to like if i scaled that up i can't imagine dealing with that that'd be horrible and yeah it would be absolutely trash and second of all that when we were talking about like the like basketball players and stuff the big thing too is where you look at esports some of these kids now obviously we both know scump has enough money to probably retire right now and live out the rest of his life right but there's a lot of players that receive the the same bashing that are young very new to esports and a big worry of theirs is if they get dropped they don't have enough money to just retire yet whereas a basketball player could probably play one season in you know be pretty set for the most part like Whereas like East, there's that like we were talking about last week that turnover of players, it's, it's so it's high. high. That, it's yeah. very high, and it's that's another stress factor. And sure, it's not really publicly forced onto them, but all this negativity adding to that stress and adding to the potential of you know playing worse because you're mentally down, then that turnover it gets even higher and higher. And that's where teams like Complexity have done an amazing job bringing in like full they brought in the dallas cowboys all their gym trainers their mental health trainers they brought in like physical uh like physical trainers and all that and a lot of teams need to catch up there's a lot of big teams that you know might have one person for an entire org yeah like i remember 100 thieves they have Ed, like <laughs> i think it's edward uh, i'm not quite yeah. sure but they have, but they always reference their coach like mental health coach always in every in every like match every calm every every untapped i see like it's it, it, it's vital man it's it's vital it, 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 i think it's gonna be a necessity to be honest with you because like these guys are dealing with this is unprecedented the amount of exposure and access you have to someone out of this nature 
before. And the best part is it's like uh, we get we get to see them from their infancy as a player to now. Whereas like you never know about uh, how like how popular or how skilled an athlete is until like maybe they hit like the end of high school, college. Whereas like now these guys are like 12, 13, 14. They're, they have social media followings. They're like they're they're out there. They're they're being exposed all the time. And then they have to deal with like a unprecedented amount of of just trolls shitteries it's like insane it, and it keeps it keeps getting worse for them it never gets better it really never gets better and the worst part is all they want to do is play to the best of ability and the better they get the more exposure they get and the more exposure they get the more hate they, they get exposed to yeah it, 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 it's like a vicious cycle so going off of that do you think the player breaks are at the right phase yet like do you think they're yeah, the breaks that players get, do you think it's enough? No. Absolutely not. I don't think so. I I really don't think so. I think I think maybe they need like more than just like when Astralis took a year off, I still didn't think a year was enough for them. Yeah. I I still don't think it's enough. When it, it's just it's just a lot. It's just a lot of what they're doing because like there's no buffer. There's no buffer from like from the media from from people on Twitter to to a player. It's just it's I don't know, man. It, it it's a it. I've never encountered a situation like this. Where like you know, in sports, a player will take a sabbatical. One year will be enough, right? One year enough, they'll come back. Uh, even like comedians, like they'll they'll do the same thing. They'll take a break. They'll come back uh, for a year, and they're okay. But like I think with esports, it, it's constantly following them. They the the workload they have to do content creation is like twenty four seven almost. Yeah. Right. They have to constantly stream. They have to upload footage. They have to be uh, under the, the spotlight every time. And it's like it sucks because like there's no there's no proper way to make revenue in in esports yet. Sponsorships aren't that great yet. And I hope that one day it'll it'll match like sports one day because maybe. When it hits that point, they don't have to stream all the fucking time. Imagine you're scrimming, you're scrimming, right? And then you still have to stream after you're done scrimming. Yeah, and that's the big thing right now. Like like you said, when even when they do get these year breaks or even like the summer breaks, for example, in Rocket League, um, they have to stream. If they don't keep the relevancy up, at least in a community base, they're worried about one, if they get dropped, they're going to be nobody. So they need to keep their their own fan base up. It, it, it's tough, dude. Basketball players at least they have like a three four month off season, but they don't have to play basketball. They can relax. They can sit down. They can put the phone down. They can spend time with their family. When you're an esports player, you when your pro season is done, you still have to keep playing the game every day, and it's exhausting. This burnout is exhausting. I think Mark Cuban said it best. It's like one patch can change. Like, imagine being, like, a pro player. One patch can ruin your day. Can literally ruin everything about your skill set. Everything you built, all the hours you put in. One patch can ruin it. That's, that's like, that's insane. Like, not even basketball has that rule. It took, like, 15 years for a hacker shack to happen, right? And, like, yeah. that only happened because, like, everyone was doing it now. But whereas, like, in a meta in a, a meta in, in, a, in let's say, Valorant, like, if, if there's enough people complaining about it on Twitter, your character might get nerfed. And that's it. You're not, you don't have, you're out of a job. 
I mean, there's actually, there's a really good example of that being uh, when the original op change happened in CSGO. NES was irrelevant for maybe a year and a half, two years. There was, he was still a good player and he still kept his spot, but he also just, he just, you know, he didn't show up. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Like, he wasn't the same at all anymore. And yeah, it's it's tough, man. The burnout's insane. But like, like another thing too about mental, even like, like I was like, even T-Pain's going through it, right? T-Pain was saying, talking about how like, how he was depressed from, from being successful with auto-tune. And I don't know if you remember those times, but like in the mid-2000s, like no one had auto-tune before, but T-Pain was always a great singer, but he needed to stand out from all the R&B singers. So he started using auto-tune and everybody started using it because like a lot of people can't sing. So they used it as a crutch and then it, 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 it quote unquote ruined the industry. Now it's a norm in the industry, but before at the time it, it ruined the industry. And he talked about how like Usher his like someone he looked up to one of the best R&B singers of all time. One that one has so many hits, like tells him, Hey, you ruined the game. Like you ruined the game for R&B because now everybody can sing, right? With auto tune, yeah. and that and that made him depressed. Like after his first album, he never really, like he sure he made like two or three other albums, but like he never was happy in the spotlight. He he was never happy again. And then he he thank God with social media, thank God with Twitch, people are starting to love T Pain again because he's an awesome guy. By yeah. all accounts, super happy, super positive, makes great music, just enjoys like everybody's having a great time jamming out on his stream and like. I'm glad that he's happy, but that, that like, it's insane. Like you do well in your job and you get, you get more hate, you get more, you get, you don't get appreciated. And then the worst part is, is like in esports and Twitch and all these online, like this new Avenue, this new media, this new frontier, uh, you, the better you do, the more people will hate on you. And the best part is people will take that away from you all the time. It's, it's tough. It's a really tough thing. Yeah. I mean, regardless of your, you, you know, your successes, people, like you said, people will take it away. People will nitpick it. Even if you win the major, people will be like, oh, X on your team, you know, played terribly and he should be cut. And it's like, we just won a major. What, what else do you want from them? He obviously played roles behind the scenes. Stats don't tell everything. And that's the big problem where fans don't look at everything. They just look at KD. Yeah, they just look at KD. They just look at whatever whatever satisfies their narrative, right? So it's 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 tough. It's really hard. It's tough. I'm glad they I'm glad they're speaking out on it because this should be normal. This should be normal what they go through because they, it should be paid attention to. And, and I, I hope I hope game devs understand that. I hope game devs stop patching shit so quickly. <laughs> and I think that leads us to the the point of like mental health needs to be normalized completely. It's, yeah, it's one of the it's weird it's a one of those weird subjects where we're in 2021 how is it not normalized yet i mean no. there's a lot of things in the world that shouldn't happen in 2021 but we're not going to get into that uh but mental health is one of those big ones why is it such a stigma of course people are going to be depressed it doesn't matter if they're a millionaire that's what that, that's a big argument you hear yeah. people use all the time well, well he's a millionaire you know it's like okay You've, I'm sure you've heard the saying that money can't buy you love or money can't buy you happiness. And and people think, oh, just because you play video games for a living. It, yeah, it's, it's an awesome job, but it doesn't become... It's awesome when people don't, like, follow you, when people don't bug you, right? It doesn't become awesome after. Yeah. And you have to do the things you have to do to maintain it. 
right. and it, it's the same as sports like you know it is going to take a mental toll a physical toll the travel takes a toll the practice takes a toll it is still a job and that's the big thing yes they're playing video games that's a cool part that's the, the cool part about it and they get to go to these events and stuff but they do still have to travel they have to be away from their friends and family almost like 95 percent of the year yeah yeah yo imagine if you're a sports player you don't get to spend holidays with your family you don't why because you get you have to entertain other families on holidays yeah. that's crazy that's fucked up and like same thing with same thing with esports you still have to stream on christmas when you when you content create why because like you have to entertain other people that's your job yeah and that's the big thing too right like people especially on christmas and stuff people always look at it like well if i don't stream you know i'm not gonna get that that holiday bonus Ooh. Yeah. Because people, you know, people at Christmas do have extra money. They do want to gift some subs to their favorite streamer. And if they're not online, the streamer feels forced to go and go online. Because, yeah. you know, okay, I could spend it with my family. But if I don't, I'm going to miss out on like 50 grand in one day. Yeah. And yes, it comes down to money a little bit as well there. But it's like, you know, you, can you blame them? It's Christmas time. They probably just bought their family some gifts. Now they feel forced to stream. And it's like, it's that weird balance of like, if they don't do it, someone else is gonna do it, and yeah. then they're gonna become less and less relevant. Oh, here's a here's here's a here's a double here's a double situation. That what if the sponsor wants you to stream on the holiday? Exactly. If they and want paying you like they're paying you what sixty thousand for one day. Especially so, if it's like a a food or, or food or beverage company, and let's say they're doing a Christmas product, and they're like, hey, if you're gonna stream on Christmas, we'll give you X amount, and it's like, yeah. Even if your team wants to do a special Christmas content, sure, most teams do it before Christmas to try and allow the players to go see their families. But some people are still in those team houses on, and that's a, that's another thing that's not brought up too. Actually, there's a lot of players that do live internationally that either can't justify going home, even if the org pays for it, or just don't really have a home to go to. And if they're left in those team houses, who's there to go and check on them? And that's a big no, thing. Exactly. Mixwell, Mixwell was in that situation. Yeah. Right. He was on Optic and Optic won E League. Optic won E League. And he was lonelier than ever. His mental health was shit. Because why? He was he was in North America, away from all his friends, away from all his family, playing 24-7. And the only thing he could do is play Counter-Strike. Yeah. Right. It was it was it's a situation. And that's the thing. Like, at least athletes, they can get flown home, right? Yeah. Because their job isn't to play basketball 24-7. Their job is to practice basketball. And then when it comes to game day, you play it. There's no game day for, for esports athletes because after game day, they still have to wake up and play the game. Why? Yeah. Because they're entertainers, right? So it's like insane. Yeah, and, it's not and, like you see a basketball player going to have to go on Twitter live or, or Instagram live and all that shit. They literally, like you said, they go home. That's it. Like they practice, they play, it's game day and they go home. Yeah. And then what, what do they have to do on game day? They have to wake up a little earlier to talk to the media. Whereas like every day you have to wake up, you have to talk to your, your community that you built as a Twitch streamer. You put in like hundreds and thousands of hours every week, not every week, but every like month. And it, it pays you what? Like, it, I bet you the pay's not even sure. It's a lot of money, but it's not enough to like justify it. And that's why people get burnt out. It's, it's, it's insane. Burnout is so bad. It affects your mental so so much. And I, I just think I'm glad Scum talks about it. I'm glad T Pain's talking about his issues of like su being successful in different 
it's like these these are these are things that need to be talked about more often yeah there definitely needs to be uh some i don't know some forms of panels and stuff that or even private sessions for esports players because you know there's a lot of players that won't talk to each other because whether they're in different countries or different teams you know they live in different team houses and they need to just be able to get together and talk or talk with a coach or talk with a mental health coach or even a psycho psychologist or you know anybody really at that point and it's like a lot of these teams some some do have the tools but a lot don't or at least not the right amount yeah and and the thing is that, that costs money yeah <laughs> and how do you get that money hey buddy i need you to stream on uh on your on your niece's birthday or hey buddy i need you to stream on your dad's birthday and you're like my but my dad's like you know in the hospital like, I, this might be his last time right and they're like well you want to get paid maybe you can pay for his surgery it's it's uh it's insane like it, it's a, it, yeah. yeah it's an insane catch 22. <laughs> yeah for real and i mean it's yeah. Hopefully we see some changes. I definitely want to see some in the, in the esports side of things. I do want to see a lot more player breaks. Um, I think because that's the thing, right? Even for a, from a viewer's point of view, if there was more player breaks and just like maybe take away one of the big tournaments and make the other two bigger, a viewer's gonna love that. You know, there's pro league seasons. What about sponsorships, right? What about sponsor? Like maybe. Maybe they have media obligations. It's like we need you to stream. We need this tournament to happen each time every year. Cause like that's how TV deals work. TV deals work in the in uh in sports. They're like, hey, we need 82 games from every team every day. We need to broadcast those rights. Like they're it's 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 crazy. It's like and the best part is is like the reason why esports is booming is because like these guys are working for cheap. Where like basketball players hourly, it's like if you compare them hourly, basketball players are like at least like one thousand five hundred yeah. an hour. Whereas like esports athletes, if you work, you worked out the hours, it's like it, it seems like a normal salary, considering like the amount of exposure, and the amount of work they have to do. So it's like, yeah, and I don't know, it's tough, dude. It's it's tough because you like sure there you could have more player breaks, but that might that might destroy a a, a distribution rights deal. Right. And that's, that's fucked up. Like that's, it's fucked up. That's why you see so many players that, you know, that blew up on Twitch and have done well for themselves on Twitch, stop playing esports. And, and Shred is a key example of that. He hit the point where he didn't have to play anymore. He was making more on Twitch than he was probably with his org. Um, and of course, you know, he just, he opened, I mean, he literally just gave him holiday. He literally left and he had all the available time he could possibly want because yes now he's he still streams a lot but now one he can stream whenever he wants he's got no obligations bar maybe some sponsors but then he's also at the level where they're not probably gonna tell him no um and also you know he doesn't have anything else to do bar stream and anything he wants to do or has to take care of yeah like he Dude, he gets to like, he gets to play WoW whenever he wants and Dungeons and Dragons now. Yeah, yeah, that's things he wanted to do and he couldn't do it as a pro player. And he says it all the time. He's like, I never want to be a pro player again, never. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what leads us to that discussion of 
it's kind of like devil's advocate to what we were talking about, but that's why it is so important to grow your stream while you are playing. And that's why it sucks for these players and why it takes such a huge mental health effect because they, if they want to eventually stop playing and stream, you need to stream. You just need to. Uh, and there's a lot of players that don't, and you know, they kind of disappear. You know, they stop playing their game for a year, they fall out or they get dropped from their team and they don't come back. Yeah, they, they really don't come back. Because like we said last week, they're not worth it to sponsors. You know, maybe paying their pay, uh, their contract, buying, like their buyout, it's not worth it because they don't stream. All they are is a player. And that's the tough part. And that's where this mentality of, I have to stream because it's my community, but there's also that mental health factor. And that's why we see so many people coming out being like, you know, I'm just feeling like shit. Yeah. And I'm glad they're talking about it because this has to change. The The 24 seven work cycle is not, it's clearly not healthy. It doesn't work. Like it doesn't work for the player. And and now like we're seeing it affect every, like starting to affect everybody, or at least they're starting to uh, be more open about it because enough's enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard, man. But yeah, I mean, I hope I hope there's there's a big change, and I hope people start to realize it. I hope people like, <clears throat> I hope like sponsorships become a little easier to to get, because I know like right now, if sponsorship deals were better and bigger, man, I don't think I I think I would think we wouldn't be in this situation. There would definitely be a lot more tools to deal with it even if it did happen but i think that's a big thing we're seeing we are slowly seeing esports grow and grow but i think uh you know we'll have to see what esports holds for us in the next couple of years yeah and speaking hopefully, sorry go ahead yeah and hopefully it's uh <clears throat> hopefully it's not to not not end this mental health crisis among content creators and influencers, but I hope it's enough to at least minimize it to where it's, it only affects maybe one or 2%. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think uh, this topic will definitely come up in a future episode. I'm sure we'll probably, you know, I'm sure a situation like Scumps is going to come out again and we'll probably talk about it again because, you know, this is the one topic that if we make 20 episodes on, I'm okay with because it needs to be spread like as much as possible and the best part is it's like it will never end this will never end yeah but one thing that will end is going to be this episode <laughs> uh, perfect segue but uh <laughs> thank you guys for watching uh obviously drew and i will be back with you guys on friday and uh hope you have the good rest of your week don't forget to follow us on twitter at the refrag tv don't forget to check out all the lovely links in the description and yeah we'll see you soon